you can still connect with people. It's easy right now to get very caught up in the loss of opportunities and not see anybody. And I would encourage you not to do that. Welcome to Two Hot Wives, a podcast where two friends in open marriages explore the exciting world of unconventional sex. Hey hotties, Kat Nams here, and we're the Two Hot Wives. Tonight we're talking about building connections. Yeah, so this is our last episode of the year. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. And we wanted to reflect a little bit on this amazingly magical year that we call 2020. (laughs) (laughs) No. It fucking sucked in so many ways. But... I do think we found a few things to be thankful for and a few things that went well this year. And so I think we are going to reflect on some of those things. Absolutely. Yeah. I I mean, 2020 has forced everybody to rethink their social connections Mm -hmm. in particular, because all of a sudden, the sort of superficial, frivolous social connections feel dangerous. Right. Right. Going to your kid's soccer game feels dangerous. Certainly going to like a giant sex party feels Feels dangerous and irresponsible. And we've not been able to engage in a lot of activities that we would normally go, go to concerts, right? Any of that. So with that rethinking of what social connections are meaningful and important to you. Uh, This is our opportunity to kind of uh, reflect on some of the connections that we've made over the last year and and just talk about how sex can be a lot more than just pleasure, right? It can can be about connecting with other people, with your spouse and, and with others. And as part of that, we did go to South Florida, but could not have the lifestyle experience that we wanted to have in such a cool, amazing place. But we left having made one really close connection with another duo of content creators, Mm -hmm. um, the Sapphic Swingers. Yeah, they were amazing. That was such a fun, fun day. But before we get started, Kat, what are we drinking tonight? Well, tonight we are having mistletoe martinis. And they're so good. They're so good. They're delicious. So it's Deep Eddie's Cranberry Vodka, Mm -hmm. Elderflower Liqueur, some Honey Simple Syrup, all shaken up, poured into some martini glasses and topped with Prosecco. Yeah. Yummy. And if you want to indulge with us, uh, you can check out the recipe on our website, on our social media pages, Instagram and, mm-hmm. and Twitter. Mix up your drink, have it at your big holiday party or not because it's fucking 2020. And we're not having holiday parties. No, but drink it by yourself <laughs> under the covers listening to us. That's right. And with our cocktails, we have some hot tails. <gasps> So, Ams, what is your hot tail tonight? Tonight, I'm going deep in the vault 
Deep in the vault of the hot tails. Because pre-2020? Yes. Ooh. Yes. So obviously not having a lot of play experiences right now. And this time of year makes me think of uh, our first big, fancy lifestyle party, which was a New Year's Eve party mm. in 2018. 2018 into 2019. It The party spanned both years. <laughs> it was that epic. Right. Well... Yeah, that makes sense for a New Year's <laughs> Eve party. Okay. <laughs> you think I'm being really deep. I love deep, it. But no, no, no just, she's not really being no, very deep at all. At all. <laughs> so this was a early, early on in our experience. I think we'd had literally one play experience before we went to this big lifestyle party. And it was a last minute decision. We were supposed to be out of town with family we decided to cut that trip short and come home for a few days before flying out. Sounds like a good decision. It, you know, <laughs> I love my family so, so we very much. But uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I needed a, a little bit of absence from <laughs> them. So we we uh, came home and found out where this party was being held, which happened to be in a hotel that was right next to the airport where we were flying out the next day to go on a ski trip at 6 a.m. the next morning. So we're like, oh my God, <laughs> fuck it. We'll go to this party. We'll sleep like two hours, wake up and, and fly That's out. what swingers do. That's right. That's what we do. Stay up all night, get up really early. In any event, we decided to go to this party and it is a group with a reputation of having a really high-end you know, fancy experience. They vet the people going into the party. And there was something like 150 couples. Wow. Big group party. Um, so they rented out the ballroom of a hotel. And it was uh, James Bond themed. Ooh. It was fun. It was fun because it was easy to dress for that theme. I just needed like a cool cocktail dress. Were you a Bond girl? I, I think out of necessity for the theme, I was a Bond girl, but I hadn't chosen one. I wasn't like pussy galore or anything like that. I was just <laughs> probably like random Bond girl extra at a mm -hmm. casino. Mm -hmm. Would have been my name tag. Okay. I like it. Uh, but it was a really fun party. They had an Aston Martin there that was like from one of the Bond movies. I, we got to take pictures in front of this really fancy car. They had sort of Cirque du Soleil style performers who mm. came and, and did really sensual, beautiful dances on the dance floor every half an hour or so. The food was great. The drinks were great. The music was awesome. They had a great DJ. And we started mingling and making good connections. You know, everybody is so friendly mm -hmm. and open, especially when they think they might get to sleep with you. They're super friendly <laughs> and nice. Um, so it was just take the lifestyle part to the side. It was just a phenomenally fun New Year's Eve party with beautiful people who were ready to have a great time. So that part was great. And midnight rolls around, you get the three, two, one, maybe you're kissing a few more people than you would <laughs> at your normal New Year's Eve party. And then I kind of look around and realize half the people are gone within 
10 minutes of the countdown, well, they've all gone upstairs to change and then go up to uh, the penthouse floor, which the entire thing was rented out. Uh, They had some uh, wristbands and stuff so that you knew who was or wasn't invited to the party. Uh, so we went to our room. I got changed in a nice little bra and panties <laughs> set. It was black with the little, this I remember. I don't remember what I wore to the party, but I definitely <laughs> had this cute little black bra with like silver scalloped details on mm-hmm. it. It was gorgeous. Um, so I was in bra, panties, heels, and then just like a little kimono robe. Perfect. It, it was it was perfect. And I think a couple things if you go to a party like this, bring flip-flops because you don't want to put your four-inch heels back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the guys need pants that can, like, come off and on pretty easily. So I think Mr. Ams had, like, silk drawstring pajama pants that he was in and flip-flops so that, you know, you're not stepping on, I don't know, used condoms or anything. <laughs> you want, it's like shower shoes, right? You uh-huh. want something on your feet as you're walking around. Um, so we went up to the party and the the space had multiple rooms. There were some big open spaces that were set up harem style with beds, mattresses on the floor and sheer curtains that were kind of dividing up all of the mattresses. So you could see into that space, but they were somewhat private. It wasn't like people are just ogling everybody that is playing in those spaces. And then the individual rooms might have one or two play spaces set up and they had different themes. So there was one room that was kind of BDSM and it had a St. Andrew's cross. There was a room that had a sex swing in it. I did not want to get into the sex swing having not known who'd been in it before <laughs> me like this is this is way pre-covid but still that the hygiene on mm-hmm. a sex swing I was just yeah not, I would have felt the same way not feeling it but we did go into a room that was kind of starry night themed it had like projections of the stars on the ceiling and everything kind of felt a little bit celestial and we had talked with a couple that was in that room. And then their friends were there too. And Mr. Ams and I started playing together on the bed, just the two of us, not knowing how to like invite other people (laughs) to come join us. But eventually these two other couples kind of got on the bed and we were all just doing parallel play for Mm -hmm. a while. So everybody was playing with their own partner and slowly hands were starting to uh, reach out to other people. So I, you know, I would feel someone's hands on my breasts or they would might be um, touching my uh, ass, you know, kind of it, it started really, really slow and it kind of progressed to the point where <laughs> the, the uh, guy of the other couple who I did not know went down on me. And then he started like working his way south. South? South. From going down on you? Mm-hmm. Like south and over? Like, like oh, a, he crossed, oh, oh. He crossed was, the equator. I was thinking your toes? Like that's not. I, actually, I do like my toes <laughs> I know, to but sucked. that's not what you're no, talking that's about. that's not what I was talking about. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. Did he? 
<laughs> yeah. two of those. Okay. No, he did not. Oh my not. god. He did not. Yams. It, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It, I know. I get it completely. Like you're in the moment and everything's happening and. And you uh, don't know what you don't know, right? right? Like we, this was definitely, again, early on, it was one of those let's get drunk and see what happens moments. I wouldn't do it yep. now, right? right? I just, that's not what I enjoy doing. Well, and if doing, anything was happening that you weren't oh, okay with, you would have stopped it. it I would have so. stopped. It was fine, yeah, but it was a good time. sort of, at, you know, after, uh, after I came, right? Because I'm like, if you're going to go down the list, uh-huh. let's make it worth my that's while. That's right. And uh, after I came, uh, I said, that was cool. Um, what's your name again? <laughs> Did we meet earlier? Uh, but, you know, it was fine. I, yeah. I, I, but not something I typically do. But sometimes you don't know what you're okay with unless you kind of push that envelope a little bit, right? right. You try you try a little bit, you you push it a little further than you might otherwise go because you're in the moment. Sure. And you can always shut it down. But if you don't want to shut it down, that's fine too. Well, I might uh, take on getting my salad tossed. Is that the term? I, <laughs> I think, think that's right. Yeah, I think that's it. Is as long as nobody is expecting me to reciprocate, that's fine. Oh, yeah. Put your tongue where you want to put your uh-huh. tongues. That's your choice. <laughs> can we just ching? Yes. <laughs> so we had that experience and we did connect with one other couple that we had talked with during the night. And um, they were like, oh, we were looking for you. We wanted to play with you. And we're like, oh, I, I, I was got it done. But, but you know, <laughs> Mr. House was like, oh, sure. We were looking for you, too. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. We're also looking for you. And uh, so we started playing with this other couple. We found like a corner of someone's bed where we could play the the four of us. So we started playing soft swap, right? Mm-hmm. That And we talked ahead of time. There was this much talking about the fact that we're still a soft swap couple. We're, you know, not going to have. Unless sex. you want to toss my salad. That's fine. That's, still That's soft so swap. totally That's still within soft swap. Soft swap. That's right. Yeah. So we were, um, <laughs> we were playing for a while. I wasn't super feeling it. Um, at, but I look over <laughs> at Mr. Ams and he's got some woman sitting on his face and I've never seen her before. Oh, I take that back. I had seen her 30 seconds before when she said, do you mind if I sit on your husband's face? And I said, okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. She's like, he's yours, right? I'm like, yeah, he's being borrowed right now, but sure, he's mine. And so, yeah, she sat on his face while the other woman was giving him a blowjob. I still think he- Oh my God. Yeah. I think he remembers this night very fondly, fondly because <laughs> of that experience. So, uh, and then I, I learned through that experience, a phrase that everybody should know the first time that they're playing, which is, I'd like to switch back to my partner. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good one. And it, it Simple. was- Right. The guy said, oh, do you want to switch back? Do you want to switch back to your husband? And I was like, yeah, I do. It's that simple, right? Use your words. When you're done playing with your play partner, you say, I want to switch back to my husband. And then you can do the switcheroo. You can, you know, finish each other off, which we did, right? We had sex Mm -hmm. and um, went back to the hotel, got two hours of sleep and then (laughs) flew Oh, God. <laughs> to Colorado. 
So that was a really fun experience. Not something I'd do again, but in that way, I'd still go to the party. I wouldn't have like that crazy anonymous sex, but you never know until you give it a try. That's and right. actually right now I'm so like starved for crazy novel experiences. If it were safe, I might, right? I might right. go back and try that. But generally speaking, that's not my thing. So <laughs> that is the end <laughs> wow. of my very long-winded hot. hot tale. It was. I'm honestly getting like a little turned on talking about <laughs> Me it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining Mr. Ams, you know, getting a blowjob and a woman sitting on his face at the same, at the time. same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of his favorites. Mm. We're going to have to remember that. I know. How about you, Kat? What is your hot tale for tonight? Wow. Well, uh, I am going to bring it on home. (laughs) (laughs) So my hot tail is from home. uh, And it's actually quite recent. um, Just this week. Uh, I couldn't sleep. I don't know why. I was up at four o'clock in the morning thinking. I finally get up at five o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. after laying there for about an hour. And Mr. Cat got up as well because he gets up normally at that time Mm -hmm. and goes and goes for a run and does his thing. So he gets up and he goes for a run and he comes back and he's surprised, you know, that I'm up, but he's talking to me for a little bit and then he disappears upstairs and I think he's taking a shower and getting ready for work. But no, he comes down naked. Mm. Mm -hmm. He looks really good naked. He's so good. And he comes down with two towels, completely naked. And says, let's get in the hot tub. Woohoo. Right? I can't say no to that. No. He knew exactly how to get me to say yes. Right? If he had come down in a bathing suit, I, no. I might have said, oh, it's cold outside. But no, he's completely naked. Let's get in the hot tub. I'm like, okay, let's do it. So he had gone on his run and it was nice. But when he when we went outside, it was drizzling and it was oh. a little rainy. But yeah. that was okay. So We went down into the hot tub and we're talking and talk gets sexy and we're talking about some fun times that we've had with the two of you Mm. and kind of gets us going and we're kissing and I pop him up on the side and I'm giving him a blow job and we're just having a lot of fun because you, but you can't really have sex in In the the hot hot tub. tub. It's it's too clean. Yeah. (laughs) There's there's no slide. Yeah. I, so I feel like. Sometime next year, we're going to have an episode about water sex and figure out how to do it right. Because I agree with you. It is not fun to have sex, like penetrative yes. penis and vagina sex mm-hmm. in the hot tub. But there is this one thing that I do. Um, and that is I slide up and down. Yeah. I slide up and down his shaft. Yeah. With my pussy and... I get really excited doing that and I can sort of control the whole thing. Like he's not, he's not doing anything, but just sitting there Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and I'm just going up and down and maybe I play on the, on the high side. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going up and down on the head and mm-hmm. he's getting really excited, but there's, you know, we're not taking it any further than that because you can't do that in no. a hot tub. You just can't, but I love teasing him. Yeah. I love it because he gets super excited. And then before you know it, he's saying like, let's go. Let's let's go upstairs. Yeah. 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 And I know you know this, Ams, but my man loves the shower. Yes. <laughs> 
we have that in common. <laughs> right? He totally loves the shower. And after you've been in the hot tub, I'm sorry, but you need to rinse off. Rinse off a little bit. So we're soaping up and he's entering me from behind mm -hmm. and he's wrapping his arms around my breasts and he is just pumping away and getting <laughs> so excited and he's getting harder and harder. And then he reaches around to touch my clit. Yes. And of course I come I can't hold on. And, yeah. and then he comes and we're already in the shower. I know. That is the awesome. best part of shower sex. I it's knew you so were going to say that. Easy cleanup. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. And that's exactly, that's exactly true. So then we finished showering and we had, it was just, it was so fun just seeing that big smile on his face and he's kissing me and we're just, we're so happy. And, you know, even though during this time we haven't had a lot of dates with other people, yeah, we have really connected in a special way with each other, which, I mean, we had this before all, all of this, sure. but it's sort of, you know, to bring it on home, yeah. it, it's just been, it, it's just been great to be together. And even though we haven't been able to do a lot outside, you know, meeting other couples, it's it's made us be creative. Right. Yes. And that was a lot of fun. And, you know, 5.30 in the morning in the hot, hot tub, tub. We're completely naked. We didn't care about the neighbors. Nobody's up at that time. And if they are, More power damn to right, them. I'm in the hot tub with my husband. Yeah. And we're naked. That's Whatever. right. <laughs> it's great. What a great way to start the day. It was awesome. And I got the nicest, sweetest, most loving texts all day oh. long after that. So... Yeah, Mr. Cat's pretty amazing. That's That sounds almost perfect. The only thing that's missing is coffee. <laughs> we had coffee after that. No, I need coffee before. But but if <laughs> if you had coffee it. before, then that would have been like the perfect way yeah. to start the day. Yeah. I like it. And really nothing beats phenomenal sex with your husband you love. with your partner, like all of the crazy adventures that we have had and hopefully will continue to have in the future, mm -hmm. nothing beats coming home. We are making the best of what we're faced with right now. Mm -hmm. And it's really been the best. I mean, we've connected in a fantastic way. It's been really special and amazing. So I can't complain. No. Mm -mm. Well, so yeah, that, that brings us into our main topic. So mm -hmm. let's take a little break. Uh, and then when we come back, we're going to talk all about making connections. So much promise. It was going to be such a fucking phenomenal year. We had so many plans for this year. Yeah. Everything got canceled one by one. Yeah. It's uh, it's not the year that we had hoped for. Certainly not. But, uh, you know, with this change in perspective where we couldn't go to the big parties, we couldn't go to the meet and greets, we couldn't travel, um, what ended up happening is that the people that we knew, the people that we were friendly with, we got much, much closer to. We did. We built much deeper connections with mm -hmm. the people that we were getting close to. Yeah. Uh, obviously, for the two of us, mm -hmm. that was huge, right? We started the year 
knowing each other about nine months. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. And we were good Probably friends. Probably every we three weeks we were yeah. getting together, the four of us maybe. Yeah. Once a month. Once a month-ish. Um, but, you know, having having to let go of the distractions of the big parties and the the trips and the even kids school activities and all sorts of things uh it made room for this much closer relationship that we now have it gave us the time and the space and the sort of creative energy to work on this podcast which is such a huge gift which was really born out of this pandemic i mean we were we were sort of distancing even from each other yep. for the first seven or eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And finally we decided like we're we're grown-ups. We're gonna make a, you know, we're gonna make a careful decision here. We're all we're, Full we're all being very careful and we're not seeing other other uh, people right now. Right. So let's get together. And we really did talk a lot about it before we we jumped into that. Yeah. Well, and what was great about our situation is our kids had already met. And they liked each other. They got along. And I remember when we came to see you guys, your boy came out and he's like, (laughs) people, he was so excited. And that just made me so happy. And just to see our kids get along with your kids and all of us just become this big, like eight person family was really, really fun. Yeah. We were a quarantine. That's right. We were. For sure. So that, you know, that carried us through into the summer when things started to feel a little bit closer to normal, normal. a little bit closer to normal. Um, And, you know, we started to connect with couples on a one-on-one basis in these socially distanced dates. We started to venture out as the restrictions were being eased and things seemed to be getting a little bit better. Um, We, we started going on dates again. Yeah. Here and there a little bit. Yeah. And it, it forced a, it forced us to be pickier, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We, we vetted more carefully the people that we were talking with on, on the different dating apps and um, kick and field. And we, you know, only met people who we thought there was likely to be a connection with. We still weren't going to parties or doing any meet and greets or anything that was big groups. Yeah. But we ventured out a little bit on a one-on-one or four on Two on two. Two on two basis. Two on two basis. Yeah. And we did meet, at least, you know, Mm -hmm. Mr. Ams and I met a couple of really great couples. Mm -hmm. But we had to be picky. We had to be full disclosure. This is, you know, the risks that we're taking. This is what we're doing. This is what our kids are doing. And Well, and we did host the accidental orgy. We did host the accidental orgy. Which was a lot of fun. Yeah. But these were couples that we we knew. Right. We kind of knew already. Right. Uh, And then as the summer was kind of coming to an end, we had an opportunity to travel down to South Florida. So we started to make plans to to go down and mix a little bit of work, a little mm-hmm. bit of pleasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was it was feeling pretty good, pretty safe. Everybody's numbers were low. We were really excited. We were hoping that we would get a, a taste of the South Florida sex positive lifestyle experience. Mm-hmm. But, but, <laughs> but just as we were planning to go, it seemed like things were revving up again. Yeah. And numbers were kind of getting 
getting high again in some areas. And so we decided to still go, but we were extremely careful on our trip and we toned down everything that we were going to do. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't have the experience we wanted to have, but we did manage to make some connections. Some great connections. Meet a few people, get a sense for some of the things that you can do in South Florida if you want to have like a really cool, sexy getaway. It's amazing. I'll tell you, I'll be back. Fantastic, sex positive community. Um, it's unbelievable. And I think, you know, was, I was doing, because I couldn't fuck, I was doing a lot of research. <laughs> and South Florida, like Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. Miami, has a reputation of being, you know, one of the most sex positive communities in the world. There are something like five major um, sex clubs in South Florida. And then there's this whole boat community that, mm-hmm. that, you know, comes out. So there's the bliss cruises, but that's just one of two ways in which South Florida is kind of unique in its sex positivity. It has this concentration of the sex clubs. Yeah. Um, plus a ton of content creators live in South Florida. Which it was amazing to meet some of them. Yes. What else? What else did we do when we were in South well, Florida? Well, we did meet Jane from Swing Fashions. Mm-hmm. We had so brunch with her, which was amazing. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. What a great down-to-earth, fun. Such a cool lady. She was so cool. So for those of you who don't know, Swing Fashions is a a blog that's most recently been turned into a cute little coffee table book. It's like a comic book. I mean, she writes comics, basically. Mm -hmm. So all of her her posts and all of the things that she does are in these four panels Mm -hmm. as a comic. And what I thought was really interesting about talking with her was that she said, sometimes it's really hard to to summarize the whole evening or the whole experience into four panels and have a punchline at the end. You know, it's not just that it's their true experiences, but she has to turn that into a comic, which I thought was there's a lot Sounds of, so difficult. Oh, there's a lot of creativity. But involved. you could just see her. She she had such a positive energy and such a happiness about her. You could tell that they were really having fun. And she enjoyed figuring out and trying to come up with a way to tell the story in four panels. Yeah, it's such a cool way to, you know, capture her and her husband's experiences mm-hmm. with their fun sexual adventures and also, you know, kind of titillating for anybody who wants to read mm-hmm. it, get in the mood for, you know, a, a night of fun, sexy play. Uh, and Jane did give us a little gift. She did. She gave us a signed book of their new book. Yeah. And uh, Ams, tell them what we're going to do yeah, with this. Yeah, so... We uh, we are going to do our first giveaway. Yay! Yay applause. <laughs> uh, we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear your hottest hot tales. Uh, so if you go to our website, there is a link um, to sharing your stories with us, or you can call uh, our voicemail, which is 571 310 And if you are the lucky, the lucky, lucky winner of our giveaway, we will share your hot tail on one of our episodes in January, and we will send you a signed copy of Swing Fashions. 
Uh, make sure when you call in that you leave your email address so that we can reach out to you. So I want to say too, when we met her, we had already bought the book, yeah. but she was so sweet. She brought each of us a signed copy of the book and yeah. she wrote a little message to each one of us and drew a little comic mm -hmm. in the book. So we each have our, our own, own copy. So we decided to take the copy that we had bought yeah. and have her sign it. And that's the one that we're giving away. And she did draw a little comic too yeah. on the bottom. So it's fantastic. It was very sweet of her to do that. And we're just really excited to give it away to someone who has a very hot, 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 hot tail. tail for sure. Yay. And Yay. then the the highlight of the trip, in my opinion. Mine too. <laughs> was meeting Rachel and Tiffany. They were amazing. The, the sapphic swingers. We're, so we've decided that we are taking our That's What She Said segment and sharing with you um, the conversation that the four of us had after we got back from that trip. But before we go into our conversation with the amazing, sexy sapphics, what are our just the tips for our listeners about making connections right now? So I think tip number one is bring it home. Yeah. Yeah. Use this opportunity to connect with your spouse. We have not been able to play outside of our marriage as much as we like to, as, as much fun as that is. With this time, it's just been really important for us to kind of keep it close to home, except yeah. for you guys. We really haven't played with other couples, but sex begets sex. Yeah. And the more Boy, sex is that you- true. It is. The more sex you have, the more sex you want, get creative. Yeah. You know, have, find ways to have fun with your, with your- with your love, with your spouse. We have really found some fun, creative ways this year to make that happen. We did get a hot tub this year, which yeah. has been really awesome. But, you know, the role play episode where I surprised him, he was blown away. And I think we turned that into sex all week long. Yeah. I mean, you just have to get creative. You have to remember that your primary relationship is the most important one and to keep that going during these times is really important. Yeah. Now is a great time to try something mm -hmm. new with your spouse, with your loved one, uh, because you can't get novelty from somewhere else as much. Like even you, you can't go out to your favorite dinner. You can't go out to your concert. You can't go play with other people. So take the time to try something new with your spouse. You Absolutely. Won't regret it. And you can still book a hotel room. You can still, you know, there's still things that you can do to take it outside of your home and make it a little interesting and make it really fun. And you just need to focus. You need to think. You need yeah. to come up with those ideas that you would do with other people or at a party. Make your own party. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully we're inspiring you on to try a couple of things that maybe you haven't been uh, brave enough to try before, like the role play. And mm. um, we're going to have episodes in the following year about stuff like impact play and erotica and things that that maybe, uh, you know, are not currently tools in your toolbox, but mm -hmm. uh, they might be useful for you to try if you're on 
lockdown, you can always order uh, some sexy erotica off of Amazon or uh, you can order a crop off of Amazon. I have done it. Mm-hmm. It's very easy. <laughs> Prime allows for two-day shipping. Well, I'm sure everybody has a spatula. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You don't even need, uh, you know, the the crazy like dungeon stuff. Mm-hmm. You can find everyday stuff and turn that into some sexy play toy. So now is a great time to get creative. Mm-hmm. And tip number two, you can still connect with people. Maybe not in the way that you want, maybe not in the way that they want, but I think it's it's easy right now to get very caught up in the the chaos and mm-hmm. the the loss of opportunities. And you just sometimes want to just hide in a hole and not see anybody. Um, and I would encourage you not to do that, right? Right. Take the time to reach out to people. You know, we are about sex um, and we are about sex as a form of self-care. But part of the reason that sex is a form of self-care is because it's not just about pleasure, right? Mm-hmm. It's not about getting off. I can, I have a room full of toys. I can get off. Yeah, she has a room, a room, full, full, room of full of toys. I'm looking at all of them right now. Right. If it were, if sex were just about orgasm, we can do that. We can do that our, on our own. What makes sex a, an amazing thing to do for yourself, for your mental health, for your physical health is it allows you to foster connections mm-hmm. with other people, even if they're super transient connections. But sometimes they're deeper. Sometimes they're more meaningful. Well, and I would say, you know, this happening when it did, we didn't know each other as well as we do now. Yeah. We started talking a lot on Zoom. We started having Zoom cocktail hours because right. we weren't meeting in person. And we sort of formed this really close connection that I don't think we would have otherwise. Yeah. That's right. So it's it is an amazing silver lining mm-hmm. to this awful cloud of a year. But the light is at the end of the tunnel. We are near the end of this. Um, so take the time now to start building your connections with other people in a sex positive community, whether or not you want to play with other people, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you are not a lifestyle person. You have no interest in playing, but now is a great time to expand the conversation that you're having about sex with people who are in your life. And, you know, maybe they'll be receptive to that and maybe they'll think you're just kind of going COVID crazy. Um, But, you know, I encourage you to continue to build your connections, even if they're virtual. Well, and this whole time has had such a profound effect on people Mm -hmm. and sort of rethinking what's important to them mm-hmm. and rethinking their whole outlook on on everything really and so building connections in a real way that's authentic and raw and open is really pretty universal yeah whether you're in the lifestyle community or not people are wanting to build real connections with people mm-hmm. you know people are talking about things they've never talked about before Mm -hmm. So take advantage of that small opportunity in this craziness to really connect and reach out on a, on an authentic level with more meaningful Mm -hmm. way for sure. Yeah. And, and 
actually getting to, together for sex is a great way <laughs> to make a meaningful connection, right? Because um, you're naked. <laughs> I feel like this is going somewhere. No, I mean, because, it, you know, it breaks down barriers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have, um, through sex, made connections with people that we wouldn't necessarily reach out to. We wouldn't necessarily be friends with. But once you you realize you're human and you see each other naked, um, <laughs> it helps to, to build that connection. But it is not the only way to connect with people in a real and That's meaningful right. way. So So don't hide in your house. Don't just read facebook and and other social media and the news and like take the time to make some meaningful connections right now you need that for yourself we need that for we each all need other that. and and again one of the most amazing connections that we have made over the last 6 months is with Tiff and Rachel from the Sapphic Swingers they were so amazing yeah that was such a fun time they are just the coolest funniest, straight-talking women Mm -hmm. that I have met in a very long time. I've been a fan of their podcast for a long time. If you have not checked it out yet, we'll have a link in our show Mm -hmm. notes to their show. They are the other two hot wives. They are. For sure. Yes. <laughs> that was it was just so much fun to connect with them and they couldn't have been more welcoming and more um open and excited to meet us as well. So it just was just such an easy day. I think we were there for like 5 or 6 hours yeah. and we didn't even realize that 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 much it time so fast. had gone by. So Yeah. So they we were in town and they offered to take us on their boat to mm-hmm. one of their favorite watering holes. But I think we go into lots of detail about in, it. In the con- in- yeah, in our conversation mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. So without further ado, we bring you a very special That's what she said. Today, we have something very special. We have the Sapphic Swingers from South Florida. Welcome, ladies. Hey. Hi, Tiff. Hi, Rachel. How are you doing? We are doing fantastic. Thank you both so much for having us. It's great to see your faces again. We had the pleasure of meeting in person. (laughs) That was such a fun day that we spent on your boat. Yeah. So for those of you who have not listened to episode seven yet, we are just back from South Florida and we had the most amazing time being shown around on Tiff and Rachel's boat. Uh, They know everything there is to know about South Florida. I think we were gone for like six or seven hours. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and we didn't even realize that that much time had gone by. It was so much fun. Well, one of the husbands had to come rescue. Yes. <laughs> That's right. We were, we were a little too drunk to drive. Yeah. So we needed our designated driver to come and <laughs> pick oh, us up. I, I thought he was afraid you would be locked up in our dungeon. So he said, I better I think come. he was hoping that we were locked up in the dungeon by the time we got there. Uh, <laughs> that didn't quite happen. Well, and he was very excited when you showed him the man eater chair. Yes. The man eater, the uh-huh. massage chair. 
Yeah, so that's how we sucker all the gentlemen in, and uh, then we get to play with their wives or girlfriends. Yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> a trick, but it works all the time. He loved that. And actually, going back a little bit, when we went over to find you, we took an Uber and went to the wrong Ooh, that's right. address. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we were two hot wives walking around Fort Lauderdale looking for two hot lesbians to come and pick us up. So we had to rescue you first. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> damsels in distress the yeah. entire day. And it was fucking awesome. <laughs> now, if had you gone down to Wilton Manors, that's our little neighborhood. You would have been picked up by two hot lesbians like that. It would have been. No problem. <laughs> we figured Walker. someone would eventually pick us, pick us up. up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So can we talk about sex? Just like a little smidge. Uh, okay. <laughs> Is that cool? Awesome. So tell us about like, I don't know, your entire sexual journey story. In a nutshell. <laughs> Ooh. Mm, that's going to be a big nut. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to share. Okay. Well, uh, well, Rachel and I have been together 14 years, a little over that. And when we first got together, she told me how she'd been in a threesome. And I'm like, no, no, that's never happening. Don't even, don't even bring that shit up with me. And foursomes. Yeah. All right. No need to brag, woman. <laughs> so, you know, as, as time progressed, we, you know, got more comfortable with each other and our, our, you know, our love and our bond became so strong that somebody had mentioned there's a sex club down here and you could go see live sex. And I'm like, Rach, that sounds kind of awesome. Would you be into that? Of course, she says, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Based on our previous conversation and my sexual history, um, Tiff was the complete driver in us finding, finding out more about this sex club. So she did all the research and she's like, there's this club trapeze down here. It's only like 20 minutes away. Are you up for checking it out? So we started listening to podcasts to understand what to expect the first time you go to a sex club. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we talked about rules, we were just going to, we were just going to watch. That was, that was, we're like, oh, we're going to be total voyeurs. We love live sex. It'll be live porn in front of our face. It'll be fucking hot. (laughs) And that's what happened. Time (laughs) one. It did not disappoint. (laughs) So did you play that first experience or did you stick to your rules? We stuck to the rules of just going to to watch. And it actually took us a few months to go from talking about it to listening to podcasts, which were a great resource. That's why we decided to start one, just to talk about our, our goofy stories and sexy stories. Um, so it took a few months to go from that and and talking about, well, what are we going to expect? And what happens if, you know, a woman comes up to us and wants to kiss? Or, if, you know, what happens if a guy touches us? And, you know, we know we're not into that. We're a little scared. Like, okay, is it going to be, you know, grope central in there? Um, yeah. but yeah, the first time we just went and we were so nervous and I'm originally from Miami. I'm like, you don't go out before like 10 30, 11. So we got there late and we didn't eat dinner cause we were so nervous. Mm-hmm. They have a, a great buffet there. And so we get, you know, we have a few, a few drinks and we're just like, our, our eyes are just wide open looking at everything that's going on. And everyone's just so chill about it. Like you could be standing at the bar and there's a guy getting a blow job and it's just <laughs> normal, you know? <laughs> Yeah, we saw so familiar out like next to the dance floor, and it was yeah, like our minds were totally blown that yeah. first time. Um, and there was actually a couple that took us under their wing, like right when we walked in, and we ended up hanging out and flirting with them pretty much all night. But but nothing happened that first night other mm-hmm. than us going home and talking about how wild that was and having amazing sex that night. <laughs> and then we're like, oh, we need to go back. <laughs> so then on time two, we had discussed what does it look like if we, if we each kiss another one? 
And <laughs> so this, this will probably go down in history as my most awkward swinger moment. Um, <laughs> we, we were on the dance floor uh, dancing. We were both sandwiching this really sexy girl. And I was like, all right, well, she, she was dancing really close to me and our faces were, were really close. And we were, and so I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go in for the kiss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I did it and it was a phenomenal kiss. And I, and like, I, uh, so I pulled away and I look over at Tiff just to make sure that she's, everything is cool. And then I basically <laughs> tell, tell the woman, I was, I was like, okay, well now, now you need to kiss my wife. And I kind of like turned her around. <laughs> That's great. I was like, what? <laughs> Cause I, I needed to see the reverse as well. <laughs> Needless to say, there was no jealousy at all. It went very well. Yes. <laughs> was, was there any, like, coming out of that first play experience, was there, at, like, any negative feelings or anything you guys felt like you had to work through? Or is all just like, fuck yeah, when can we do it again? Yeah, it, we, we became a little bit obsessed in the beginning. Like, we just wanted to go back every weekend. I mean, we still do that. If it wasn't for COVID, we would go every Saturday. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we kind of got a little obsessed with it. And... I mean, all I do is listen to podcasts at work, and I, I get so horny sometimes. I go masturbate. No, it's happened. <laughs> it's happened. It's happened. But yeah, it just—it it got to be just. It, that's why we know why it's called lifestyle. It just became our life, like right after that. And then the third time we went, we actually played with a woman in the back room. Oh, um, yeah, it was kind of a free for all. <laughs> yeah, oh god, yeah, yeah. And you know, we just kept talking. You know, as as each each time we went and each thing we listened to, we kept saying, "All right, well." here's somebody's experience. What would it, what would that feel like for us? Uh, and you know, would, would that be sexy? Would you feel jealous? You know, we, you know, we just went through what we thought was the right way to, to approach it. And, you know, we got into this, what, seven years ago, almost eight years ago. Mm -hmm. So we were, you know, six, yeah, six and a half years, six and a half years into our relationship. Uh, so, you know, it was the right time for us. And, mm -hmm. it, you know, it's, it's just been an awesome journey. And there's been a lot that, you know, we had talked about still, even, you know, to this day, we'll still talk about stuff that comes up. And we think that's the important part is just always communicating. For sure. It's preaching to the choir. That's right. It's the same for us. In case you didn't know. <laughs> so what is it like being a lesbian in lifestyle? Do you think it's much different than straight couples or? Um, I would say that we're, we're rarer than the, rarer than the unicorn. <laughs> um, in all of our experiences going to the club, we have met two other exclusively lesbian couples. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so we're, we're a very rare breed. But we, we find it absolutely so welcoming and we love it. We find at least down in South Florida area, I want to say probably 85 to 90% of the women are. <laughs> yes. For those that, that can't see <laughs> like a unicorn sippy cup. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. So you guys are, are the rare double unicorn. Yeah, but it's, it's different because we don't, you know, we don't play with the gentlemen. So it's you know it, it, kind of the dynamic sometimes you have to get that you know the four-way connection for us it's a little easier because we just have to be into the woman and luckily we both like the same type of women and even if we don't if she's into one of us or i'm not into one and rachel isn't it still works fine i love watching her play yeah. i'm fine with that i, I can masturbate all night long <laughs> <laughs> i know I that but i'll masturbate <laughs> i know that because i listened to your last episode oh god oh yeah <laughs> the duck butter challenge duck yeah, I got a little whiskey clit at the end of the night there. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, that might have to go into the sexy Lexi. What is a whiskey clit? <laughs> I don't know if it's an actual term. It's something I, I, I don't know if I made it up. I'd That's all right. It's like whiskey dick. Yeah, whiskey yeah. dick. Is, like, mm -hmm. I'll just masturbate and I just can't come. Yeah. Oh, that makes oh, sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. She has an alcohol level where, where like she'll be super turned on, super wet and just won't come. That's fine. I don't mind. Yeah. Cause you just get to enjoy it for a long, long time. Right. (laughs) The longest form play of my life. Yeah, no, that fucking sucks. Actually, when you get to the point oh, that you I, can't come anymore and you're like trying for that, you're like, I just want that one more, just one more. And then I'm going to bed and you can't get there. Has that ever happened to you? No, no. Okay. Just me. I'm the only one. <laughs> okay. Let's talk a little bit about South Florida. Cause I feel like we got there, we loved it, but because of COVID, we really couldn't explore on the level that we wanted to. Which was such a shame. Yeah. Because the club looked really cool. I, I think there's just such a great community there that would have really been a lot of fun to awesome to vibe. hang out with you guys there. Too. Yeah. Would have been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> tell us, what are your favorite Florida hotspots? Uh, well, obviously, Trapeze is our number one favorite club. Uh, when we first started exploring, we saw another one. Um, it's called Hedo. Now, now we just uh, changed names. It's called something different now. Defy. So, Defy. Defy. Uh, so that was the first one that we heard about. And we started researching, and we heard that Trapeze might be a little bit better. Not to knock on it, because we have never been to Hedo mm-hmm. slash Defy. But we just heard that Trapeze might just be a little better environment that, that suited suited us a little better. So we definitely, definitely trapeze. That's our home away from home. The, the staff there from, from the valets to the, you know, to the cooks, to the, you know, the, the backroom attendants is just phenomenal. They do, they do a wonderful job. Um, but there are so many, we got rooftop resort. Which, which is, which oh. actually early in our, early in our lifestyle days, we used to host the pool parties at, Fun. at rooftop resort. Which, which was a great time, except we, except it was always on a Sunday and we'd be at the club on Saturday night and be, t- be there till 4 a.m. And then we'd have to get our butts up to get to <laughs> the resort by noon. That was a little painful. Yeah, very painful. <laughs> so that's in Hollywood. Uh, really cool location right on the, right on the water. Uh, it was really funny. They, they, were, they were adding a new hotel right next door to Rooftop. And so uh, Margaritaville? Mar- it could have been Margaritaville. Yeah. So you see all the workers, you know, everyone's outside naked on the rooftop. <laughs> And all the guys are like, you're watching. Like, you know, they didn't get paid. They just like, I'll just volunteer. I can't in the hammer. <laughs> uh, so they did some remodeling. It was a little bit run down again, not to knock on it, but I know they remodeled some stuff. It's it's actually like a hotel. I, I forget how many floors they have, you know, five, six, whatever. Um, they have some playrooms and you can be naked throughout the whole resort, which is awesome. <laughs> so you don't even have to leave the United States and we can get naked. It's cool. Yeah, it's really great to have something like that. It's it really, I mean, that's whole, awesome. It's kind of like secrets up in Orlando to have like a whole yeah. hotel. This is a lot smaller, but you know, they, they throw a ton of parties. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at the, any of the dating sites, the swinger sites, you'll see. There'll be parties every always. weekend there. And it's, it's like trapeze. You can bring your own booze, which is awesome. Cool. Um, and they cook out a lot of times for the Sunday, uh, Sunday parties, pool parties. So it's really, really cool. Um, talk about and you can do this anytime because it's just right in your backyard. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna talk to Mr. Cat about moving to Florida. You know, you know. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. <laughs> I thought we had you convinced us y'all were moving down here. You kind of did when we were there. <laughs> um, another thing that we have down here, which is fantastic, is um, the Hallover Beach, which is a nude beach that's that's in North Miami. So it's probably 30 minutes from our house, 35 minutes, and there's actually a whole swinger section. So between, between what is it, lifeguard 13, 13. and 14 is where all the swingers congregate. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> Ems, all our people are in South Florida. I know. 
And no, <laughs> lifeguard, I'm t- sorry, I'm taking notes. Lifeguard 13 and 15, <laughs> is that right? Okay. Between 13 and 14. <laughs> 13 and 14. We need to plan another trip. I know. Next year. I, I, know. I swear. Get I'm my sorry. jab, like get my little vaccine in yeah. the spring yeah, and I'm then ready. go straight I'm to ready. South Florida. Y'all, oh, yeah. y'all welcome anytime. We got two guest bedrooms or a giant bed in our mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we put the boys? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So that's our show. Thanks for swinging by. And don't forget, you deserve great sex. Now go get some. If you love the Two Hot Wives podcast, be sure to subscribe. And if you really love the show, rate us or give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Thanks for listening. masturbation yes you could talk about that because that's not something i'm super comfortable about talking about (laughs) you should totally do that (laughs) when i think about you i touch myself i touch myself (laughs) anybody else oh no oh no oh no (laughs) And this is why it's not a signal. That's right.